422 DWS News Hour. I'm Scott Beatty, and we're joined by Urbana Mayor Diane Marlin, who visits with us once a month with an update on what's going on in the city of Urbana. Good Tuesday to you, Mayor. I hope you're doing well. Thank you. Thank you. I, I want to start with what it's, it's just refreshing, even though it is a COVID-related issue, just getting streets plowed, I know that's been a little bit more challenging for the city with uh, some short staffing and what have you, but I don't know, just to, to it just feels like a simpler issue and take nothing away from uh, <laughs> what the, the men and women that are working on the streets. But I just I just thought like, OK, if we're, if we're focusing on getting snow cleared, that's that's a good normal problem to have. Well, you know, from from the get go, we've we've been focused on maintaining all essential services and of course protecting the health of the community and getting through one day at a time of this pandemic but you know we had a we placed a real high priority on just the core services that everybody depends on so so yes the streets are getting um salted and de-iced and plowed it's just not happening this week as quickly as we normally do because we are short staffed due to people uh due to COVID either exposed or um a positive so so that's um you know that's the reality of where we are right now but it's getting done indeed and we're back into phase four so things have opened up quite a bit how is that playing out on the urbana side of Wright street and and with businesses and restaurants and all that well, I think I think people are venturing into restaurants. I haven't had a re, you know really a report on what percent increase we're seeing or what what we're seeing, but but um, people are still being cautious, which is good. And I'm really pleased that everyone's wearing a mask and following all the guidelines because you know the virus hasn't gone away. We're getting vaccinated, but the virus is still here. So so um, we're we're doing our best to. Um, move into this new phase and in the meantime we're planning our planning staff has been surveying our local business community to find out um, what uh, if, if there's other things we can do making public spaces available for their use so for example we had you know dining in the parking lots and we had music in the parking lots and sidewalk sales and curbside pickup and we're just trying to anticipate as the weather warms up how we can help uh, local business operate safely and do as much outdoors as we can because really that's where it's it's still safer outdoors um, until we get through this pandemic but but we're planning ahead and eventually it won't be zero degrees and you know we'll move into spring from uh, a heavy topic like the pandemic to you know another one <laughs> in, in structural racism <laughs> uh, last night the council unanimously voting for a resolution that uh, is committing to ending structural racism and achieving racial equity what's the importance obviously the you know the the, the statement itself is is important but what does the resolution do for the city and city government? Well, this was authored by Sharice Hersey, our council member Sharice Hersey, with um, help from the city staff. And as as we've discussed, the first step, you know, it's first of all acknowledging the impact of structural racism, the fact that it has um, been with us for hundreds of years, and it's embedded in our policy and 
policies and practices. So we acknowledge that it is, and um, we are committed to taking steps to to changing those policies and practices as we go forward. And the the resolution itself sets the framework for doing that. The city also has um, joined an organization called GARE, which is Government Alliance against, Government Alliance for Race. Um, and racial equity, and this provides a lot of resources to local governments to address address these topics. So we're we're um, glad to have those resources, and then um, moving forward, we'll be looking at everything through a lens of both racial equity and climate resilience. I mean, when you talk about major challenges facing us as a um, nation, well, as a world. Um, that's those are the two that, that we're operating under. It seems like an important uh, step for the city as you, if you try to move forward, you can't move forward without understanding what has transpired in the past and without going through all of it here, you know, it's structural racism has been a part of the history of Urbana as is it's been part of yeah, everywhere. Yeah. It's housing. I mean, everywhere you, when you start looking, you start to see it. So you're intentional about it. And, and um, for example, and here's one, one small example, we uh, just received a grant from the Lunken Foundation, and it's um, looking at race and racial equity in terms of where our urban trees have been planted. So you normally don't think about trees when you think about racial equity, but when you start looking around, well, where were where where are huge lovely trees located and many of them are in the older wealthier parts of town and and we have to start thinking about um equitable tree planting and that's just like i said it's it's a tiny tiny part but it's an example of of you have to look and see it everywhere and then you do start to see it you might see it in terms of infrastructure where have we invested in infrastructure and where haven't we um, and housing, of course, has always been a big one. Um, jobs and opportunity, and you know, the list goes on. And um, it's it's just important to say, okay, look at it, and it is. It's looking at through the lens. Urbana Mayor Diane Marlin with us. Uh, one more item. I, I came across a story about uh, legislation that's getting introduced in Springfield about safeguarding against unfunded mandates being handed down to municipalities. <laughs> um, it sounds well, like that it can't come soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a, a support for a supportive voice right there from you uh, on any legislation that way. <laughs> you bet. I mean, that's, you know, that's one of the, the, that's one of the challenges is, is you can pass legislation at the federal and state level and then tell local governments to implement. It. And a lot of, a lot of the legislation that passed is, is has to be implemented at the local level. So, so you you have to be able to provide funding to enable us to do things successfully. So, I'd love that. Is there an example? Went back in the go. Yeah. Is there an example? Ask for an example. Well, I'm you know <laughs> well, just you so know, folks I have mean, an, a context. Well, here's an example. Uh, one of the major pieces of legislation that was passed in the lame duck session was, of course, the police reform bill. Um, and many, many important policies are embedded in that. But one of the uh, requirements is that, that this legislation will um, 
if the governor signs it, we'll deal with is that all police departments have to adopt the use of body cameras and it's phased in depending on the size of the city. Well, there's no money associated with that. And I can tell you, we implemented body cameras here, um, well, it's not going on three years ago. There's a significant cost associated with purchasing body cameras, um, storing the data, um, maintaining the equipment and all that stuff. And that's that's one example of many, many um you know, requirements or laws that were required to follow that didn't come associated with any funding. So, so you multiply that by um, dozens and dozens, and it starts to add up. So, so very, very important legislation. Um, that that piece of legislation, but it's got expenses that that are not covered. Understood. All right. Uh, well, we've covered a pandemic, structural racism, unfunded <laughs> mandates, and plowing the streets. I think. I think that about covers it for today. <laughs> <laughs> That's all in a day's work. <laughs> exactly. Urbana Mayor Diane Marlin will talk again next month. Appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Thank that, you very much. That is Diane Marlin, and it's the bottom of the hour. We'll check news in a moment.